0: Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? So excited.
1: We are about to start the football season, which means fantasy football has started, which means I get to hang out with my friends and and I get to have my champ life here. I've got my two rings on. If you haven't seen those? You have rings? I, Do you I see bought a ring, Carlene. No, no, these are my championship rings from when I won the title in 2013 and 2020. And then I got my champ trophy back there. And then I got the intercontinental title that I bought with all my winnings last year. Let's get.
2: I just want to reiterate three of the four things he talked about were not part of the league. He just went out and did that by himself.
1: So. Well, the, the rings commemorate the championship. They do. They do. You got you to remember the good times, I
3: guess. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, because they are not right. going to last. Yep, yep. So anyway, yeah, football season, when's that next week? Uh, October. So don't worry about looking at your team until then. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. We had friends come play with us today. Are you excited? I am. Do you want to introduce them? We have Lucas and Derek. How are you doing, gentlemen?
4: Doing well, thank you. And I just have to ask uh, each ring, is that like a thousand bucks a piece uh, per ring?
1: It doesn't feel gentlemanly to tell you that it's a $1,300 purchase.
3: Is it more
2: or less than the prize pool for the draft?
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I think right now what's important is to know how Lucas and Derek are doing. Fair enough.
2: I mean, that was Derek's question. so. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I answered by saying I was too gentlemanly to comment. Okay, fair enough.
4: Well, I am doing great. This is like the, it's you know best week of the year the anticipation it's like start of nfl is like christmas morning for me as a kid so uh, i am excited i asked you i think last week steve when the debut is going to happen and now to be able to be a part of the season debut podcast is a, a privilege so thank you
1: well host to host as you host your own wonderful podcast three and d for anybody interested i get that right right
4: Oh, the plug. I appreciate that. I didn't even have to ask for that. Thank you. Yeah. Three and D love NBA
1: podcast. It's a top, <laughs> top season it. now, though. Love it. I hate basketball and it intrigues me. So that's saying something. But appreciate it. I, I got to say real quick before we get to Lucas, uh, Derek, I was listening to uh, the last episode of last season uh, just to kind of go over kind of some of the things we talked about before. And uh, when I was talking to Alex about you on the show and I'm like, you know, the good thing I think for Derek is he got all his bad luck out of the way in football season. So, NBA season, which I know that league probably means a little more to him, it's got to be wiped out. He's going to have a great year, injury free. It's going to be perfect. So, what that means is this is going to be like a perfect season for you this year, right? Well, I certainly do. It's been a pretty rough
4: run in basketball, football. I entered more leagues than ever last year and uh i I think one league i did okay or did well actually but
1: uh three out of four were just brutal so i'm due i think i think so too but you have Najee harris now in the the big money league
4: yeah pretty much covering the whole gamut of running backs it's like at least uh one or two (laughs) of these guys i'm expecting a breakthrough or a big season so i do have one last draft the night before the uh the start of uh, the season Wednesday night so I'm Is hoping that to salad get cap uh, one yeah oh. so I'm aiming for uh, McCaffrey or Cook to just again cover every possible running back someone's got to do great for me
1: I look forward to hearing these updates I always enjoy hearing how that league goes
4: oh yeah you're my you're my main consultant so you might Thank be you hearing from you. me in the next 48
1: hours whatever I can do all right Kamish, you are how are you I'm doing well. I'm just enjoying uh,
5: the uh, cycle of uh, background effects that Alex is doing on his uh, video feed here.
1: <laughs> what? I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> we don't trust Alex to stay uh, <laughs> committed to the topic on hand.
5: So, so those rings cost you $1,300, huh? Did did you take out a, a loan and thinking you're just going to keep
1: on winning year after year and pay yourself back? <laughs> I made a joke about that before and Alex had some feelings about it so we'll just say that uh, you know I'm gonna trust that it's all gonna work out. Hey pound sign champ life baby. I'm fully embracing it because I don't think it's gonna happen again this year so I'm just gonna have a fun 12 months while it lasts. Good for you. All right so let's get started gentlemen we are are, (laughs) we're sorry I just looked at Alex's backdrop um we're gonna start with 10 for 10. And then we are going to move into the rankings. We are going to go outside fantasy football for the first two questions, but, you know, we're just going to kind of be all encompassing here. What are your early impressions as Detroit Lions fans, most of us, of the Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell era? Uh, the
5: The... Same impression that I have of Alex's uh fat Bugs Bunny background right now. You know his name. Actually I don't. It's Big Chungus. Oh right. I
2: dare you. I, I'm sorry.
5: It's a new season. It was a long off season. A lot of these things have just kind of like uh left the old nog in there. But uh fair enough, fair enough. No, you know what? Um After a a two and five Spartan football season last year um, and and a good first uh, game this week, this year, I'm actually looking forward more to Spartan football than I am to Lions football this year. I am not expecting much of anything and uh, it's going to be a really long season.
1: Yeah, you guys are really excited about that game against Northwestern, so I hope you're right about that.
5: Yeah, I usually give uh, at least a year or two for GMs before I I make a call on those. Uh, they all have their their ideas on who they want to bring in, and you know let let's see how they pan out first. But cutting everybody and not having a kicker on your roster. Um, granted, I think they fixed that since since then, but. Um, signing all of these veteran wide receivers in the offseason and then cutting them as well. Um, I, I'm not sure what they're going for there. So uh, not, a, not a good start.
1: Yeah, paying Brashad Breeland into the Chicago Bear doesn't seem awesome.
5: Uh, well, that might actually be in our favor if he he went and stayed in the division.
1: Duche. <laughs> Derek, from 2,300 miles away, what does the dumpster fire that is the Detroit Lions look like under new <laughs> management? <laughs>
4: Yeah, from afar, everything I've either read or heard uh, has been that the Lions are going to finish dead last uh, and have the worst record, be the worst team, which does mean that if you're at the bottom, everyone thinks you're going to be the worst. Maybe there's nowhere to go but up. And it's like, you know, Steve, uh, your old place of work protocol, my still place of work and your wife's place of work. When people would have the worst stats at the end of the month, I would try to say, hey, well, at least there's nowhere to go but up. So hope springs eternal, but I know it's doesn't seem to be looking good for you guys.
5: Boy, Next. you can tell you can tell Derek is not a lifelong Lions fan. He has way too much optimism. <laughs> you can always go down. That's the Lions
2: fan's attitude. Yeah. You can always go down. You can always get yeah,
1: is like if we do mm-hmm. if we do better than being terrible, then we're not gonna get the number one pick in the draft. So like we don't want to be five right. pick and six pick. So. There, we
2: were the first 0-16 team. We might be the next 0-17 team. I think that's what people are worried about. See, we can go down.
3: <laughs> How are <laughs> you doing now? Coach
1: Patricia is out, and now we've got uh, Guns Mahoney in his place. I
2: wasn't a big uh, guy, fan, Patricia fan. Never really was. I think that the Lions needed a new culture, and I think by doing that, you need to get rid of a lot of people and start over, and that's what they're doing. So if he's able to do this and then get building blocks and build up, that's great. All of our rookies did really well in the preseason, except for Sewell, actually. But yeah. that doesn't mean he's terrible. So, I mean, if he can build something up, that's great. And build new culture, because that's what's always ripped us down.
1: So um, I'd also like to know, you are the first person this season to use building blocks instead of me, which is one of my go-to phrases, so that's
3: a I mean
2: it's it's what they're doing. There's no other way you can describe what they're doing. Like, everybody that was on that team is pretty much – they got rid of Mullen Buck. I mean, that made me sad, to be honest. They got rid of our boy, our long snapper, MVP, but
5: that's okay. Who are we going to have go to the Pro Bowl now?
3: All right. <laughs> okay.
5: There's there's other words you can use to describe what they're doing, Alex, but I don't think Steve likes his explicit rating, so I don't want to contribute to that. I
2: believe in them this year. We're going all the way. I'm a believer. I don't think they're the worst team in the NFL. I think that's still the Jets. I think we're going to kill it this year.
1: I think it's the Texans, but we shall see. And I'm going to go to number two, Alex, if you want to bring back the GoBots background, which was a favorite for us 80s children here. Number two. Who do you have in the Super Bowl this year, gentlemen?
5: You want you want a single one of us out first, so we don't talk over each other. Alex, let's go in reverse order. Well,
2: I think it's the Lions. I believe in them. Oh boy! Come on, don't you believe in our boys?
1: It's, it's You're no. actually setting me up perfectly for the next question. So let's just keep... Oh, nice. You put the go box in. Thank you. You're welcome. You asked nicely, so. Bless your heart. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the Lions.
2: Uh, Tampa Bay NFC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So we're going to beat them before the Super Bowl. we are we going to go against in the Super Bowl? Probably the Chiefs. I mean, let's be honest. Lions and Chiefs are we going to win are we going to beat nah, the chiefs we're going to beat the chiefs we got it
1: this could be the best year ever it's going <laughs> to be the best, best
2: year call. ever. you know you guys record this bit i say this every year you record this bit and then when i'm right it's going to be a great bit so it's going to work when it's done
1: Derek, is uh why don't you take us away from the asset testing crowd here and give us your take on uh who might pull this off
4: well i know this isn't too uh outside the box like alex's was but uh i think we are going to see a repeat i think the the buccaneers with bringing pretty much everybody back the uh ageless wonder that is their quarterback i'm sure we'll be talking about him more tonight but uh uh and and yeah i think the chiefs will will win we might i'm gonna say we'll have a different outcome i think the chiefs are going to get the revenge i guess you didn't ask for a winner but uh think
1: we're going to see a repeat oh that's just knowing how to fill the void that's perfect all right so we have uh the Lions over the Chiefs then we have the Chiefs over the Buccaneers in a rematch Lucas round us out
5: yeah um it it was really kind of hard not to pick Casey and Tampa Bay to be honest uh I I'll have the Chiefs in there too and the only reason I'm not picking Tampa Bay as well is because I just don't want them in there um I'm, I'm sick of tom brady we can be done with that now but uh i said that eight years ago and he's still going and still winning and i'm still sick of it so um but then looking at the rest of the nfc teams i was like well crap <laughs> like who else who else could be in there so i threw green bay in there because aaron Rodgers is going to win and like take all the hardware with him and then go somewhere else next
1: season that's going to be awesome i sorry are you picking the chiefs to win the game uh, sure. Okay. All right. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna round it out. I agree. Chiefs, but I'll be a little different on the NFC. I really like the Rams. This is going to be a theme of what I talk about. I think what Sean Payton could do. I'm sorry, not Sean Payton. With the uh, Rams coach. Help me out, guys. McVay. Sean McVay. Do the Jared Goff. And now he's got Matt Stafford. I think we're just going to see this offense be insane. So that's my pick. I think the the Rams lose to the Chiefs. All right. Three. This is the one you guys did not know was coming. Three truths than a lie. Three truths and a lie. Three. Last year on our first podcast three of these things happened and one did not. One. Was the first time Alex used a pirate voice to say Carly's name? Two. Alex correctly picked the Browns would make the playoffs. Three. Alex went on two separate tirades about Chick-fil-A or four. Alex incorrectly said Tampa Bay would go eight and eight. What is the lie in that group, in that bunch? Derek, we'll start with you. I'm going to
4: say, I know a couple of these sound familiar, um, but I don't know if you're trying to take some truth and just twist it a little bit. But, my first instinct, which I will stay with, I'm going to say number four, Tampa Bay, eight and eight. okay Lucas,
5: and you're saying this there's there's one of these things that didn't happen on
1: first podcast last year. Correct. Three of these things did, one did not. okay. uh, it did happen, but I don't
5: think it happened on the first podcast. I'm going with chick-fil-A.
0: Okay. Do I get a guess? Yes. All ah, okay. right. I also think it's the Chick fil A thing. I think that came later. Oh,
1: boy. Now you guys have me nervous. <laughs> Hold on. No, what do you got as the answer? <laughs> uh, sorry. The answer is that it was not the first time Alex used the pirate voice for Carly. That came later. Oh, really? Correct.
2: Oh, probably. Could, okay, that makes sense because I didn't remember her name. kept forgetting her name, and so then later I made a mnemonic device. So,
1: I'm a little nervous. I'm going to double check that, but no, I think it's the first. All right, episode go listen to that two hour podcast.
2: Yeah, we'll take a break. Go listen to that two hour podcast, and we'll get back to you with that answer. Okay. I thought
1: that. I I thought that. I Tampa assume you have a research, team. you guys, because that was so odd for Alex. He kind of you brought that up out of nowhere. That uh, Tampa just, Bay was going eight and eight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it was a good guess back then. I was just wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. Now we move to the league. You guys can disagree in your answer, um, but I think the first three picks in the draft were pretty straightforward. Some combination of CMC, Dalvin Cook, and Alvin Kamara, probably in the order they went, was pretty straightforward. I think it was Kelly at four was the first one who kind of, there wasn't a clear cut choice. So, With the keeper that you had, what would you have done with the fourth pick, Lucas?
5: Oh, so we have to take into account the fact that she kept Travis Kelsey.
1: No, you have Patrick Mahomes.
5: Oh, if I had the four? Oh, I'm going Devonta Adams, straight up. I, I was surprised he went that far down. I even think I made a comment to Alex just after he drafted him right before me saying, yeah, I, like I, I would have been really surprised had he actually fell to me at eight. Um, just absolute beast last year and a no brainer. Um, and I'm really surprised he went he went that far.
1: Oh, it was a great pick at seven. Absolutely. So you would have done the same thing at four. I would have grabbed Devontae Adams at oh, four. Oh, you so. had Tyreek Kill at eight, but you yep. Okay, okay, sorry about Correct. that. Correct. Yep. All right. Derek, what would you have done at four with DK Metcalf in your back pocket? Um, I was gonna.
4: Um, I'd probably go Aaron Jones.
1: Okay, talk me talk me through that one.
4: Well, I think he was the guy I would have his because. It was Saquon who was was Saquon taken at four.
1: Uh no. Uh Aaron Aaron Rodgers was taken at four. Oh I'm sorry. Okay gotcha. Um
4: I wouldn't have taken Saquon because of the concerns about his injuries. So I think I had uh, Jones as the next available running back. And I I know in my strategy I wanted to load up on running backs early on because I thought they would go over a cliff pretty quickly uh so unless i'm missing that one and i should have researched this one a little further but i think jones was my next guy uh running back uh higher caliber so i would have maybe debated adams or tyree kill
1: but uh i i will say i would land on jones i'm with you i don't know your sheet but jones was the next guy on my board as well best combination of runner and catcher of the ball so makes sense Xander, you have J. Dot Allen. Where are you going at four? We went four, five, and six? It was Saquon Barkley.
3: No, uh, Aaron, was Aaron
1: Rodgers. Yeah. Uh,
3: Saquon
5: five, Barkley, Zeke, and then Adams.
2: I'm tempted to say Zeke, because it would have been for me. It would have been Adams or Zeke. Um, okay. I I did not I didn't want Saquon Barkley. I had him last year, and it made me sad. Um, not that he's gonna do bad this year, but. Um, I think I would,
3: yeah,
2: I would have said Zeke. Like that. No, 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 no. I've been watching Hard Knocks. Adams. I would have stuck with Devontae Adams. I think. Yeah, that's a hard one.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Alex and Lucas, you guys, uh, they were kind of one and one a for me. I would have taken Tiger Kill at four. I just love the the upside and like the guy and get two hundred yards receiving in a quarter. But yeah, I don't have any qualms with Adams. It's a, it's a. It's a close margin for me. Five, by consensus, who do you think was the highest rated player that you had no interest in? I will lead. Um, I think the answer to this is typically go look at Bobby's team and that will tell you who I don't like. Um, I didn't have any interest in Derrick Henry or Stefan Diggs. I had them pretty far down my board, so there was no scenario where I was getting those guys. Derrick.
4: Yeah, uh, I think I thought Saquon Barkley was uh, was predicted to be way too too high. Uh, I was like the reports coming out of the training camp were very concerning. So I did not, I gave a little bit of thought if he would have slipped toward the very end of the first round of taking him, but I did not want to have to deal with that choice, and I was glad that I didn't. But uh, I think
1: I would have passed on him. Let me take this exercise a step farther with you then. What if he comes back, he's still on the board when you draft at your next turn? You've already got two running backs, but that's a lot of talent. Pass again, or it's too much to pass up?
4: Well, yeah, at that point, I probably, I probably would have taken him, I think. The, the talent level, balancing the talent and the injury potential, I would have passed early, but even if he comes back and you know week four or five to even have him for a good chunk of the season would be hard to pass up so yes i i don't think i would have passed on him uh that many times
1: makes sense xander
2: uh same as derek saquon barkley just going into it i was just like i don't want him i hope he doesn't get the seven because i would be tempted but i don't think i would grab him um i also kind of felt that way as about zeke I probably still would have picked him at seven, but, like, I did have this just, like, feeling inside. I was like, I don't want to
1: make that decision, and I didn't have to. So, so Zeke would have made it to seven. He's in consideration.
2: Yeah, he would be in consideration, but I was still just like, eh, you
1: yeah. know. Okay. What about you? With uh, the way you you went wide receiver heavy, at what point does Saquon Barkley become feasible if he keeps falling down the board? For me, third round. Yeah. I wouldn't even go
2: second round. I would wait till third.
1: Just to uh, verify, uh, in this context, is the keeper round, round one? So he'd be the second player you picked? Or so the were... round four. maybe so, okay. so
2: fourth person on my team. That's what was that with it, too.
0: Okay. Yeah. Lucas.
5: Well, I hate to be a broken record, but I had Saquon as well. Um, for a lot of the reasons that were already listed, right? It was <laughs> he's coming off a, a major knee injury. It's always a little question. The talent is there um he certainly has the the ability to put up the big numbers this year. He stays healthy, he's going to be a really good player for Jason, but um that was just one where yeah, again, yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to make that call. Um cuz it would it would have been tough had he still been there uh in round 1 for me. Um especially cuz you know the way my draft fell with three Chiefs in the first 3 rounds. Well, I'm sorry in the first four rounds I should say um all the eggs in one basket sort of thing. I I hate doing that and that's more the reason why I picked the Chiefs to win win everything this year because I need them to. Um it would have been it would have been tough to pass on him I I think in the first round for me. Um not really sure. I not really sure where I would have gone with it. I probably still would have taken Tyreek and if he came back around to me in round two, I probably would have picked him up at that point. Um, especially with the way my running backs fell.
1: Okay. So sorry, just to verify in that context, if we're assuming the keep around is round one, or are you saying the round three? So keep um, take Tyre- okay. If I tell you that Well, you may already know that he only played one game last year, but in the one game ran 19 times for 35 yards. Does that do anything for you, change anything at all? Or is it like that's just too small a sample size to really glean anything from? I
5: think it helps reiterate the fact that we were all a little gun shy on him, right? Like, you know, if it was McCaffrey coming off an injury Somehow that's different in my head, right? You know, like they both, a couple of years ago, Barkley put up a lot of really good uh, numbers. Um, He's a really good back, but, you know, I just would have been more comfortable with uh, like a McCaffrey coming off an injury than I would uh, a Barkley.
1: Okay. We are going to flip this question around for six. Um, What's the opposite? Who is a player that you did pass on at least one time, that is not on your roster and you're worried that it may have been a mistake. Lucas, we'll bring it right back to you.
5: <laughs> so I got a couple. Um, one of them is, is Michael Thomas. I, that's the wild card that you, you grabbed. Um, I think I waited a little too late for that. Um, I just could not in my mind justify picking him as, as high as I would have picked him uh, considering, you know, the the number of weeks he's going to miss at the, at the beginning of the season here. But it's just too much of a talent to let go too far. Um, And unfortunately you, you swooped around and and picked him up uh, on the turn there. So that one, I'm a little bit, I was a little bit shy on it. I still think it was probably the right move at the time. It was just unfortunate. He, He didn't fall to me. The other one, and this is probably again, because we're Lions fans and we're just, gun shy on any Lions players is I, I really think Stafford's going to have a great season. Um, I, I think Cam ended up picking him up. That could be huge. Um, he is a really good player, good talent. Um, it's kind of like when Verlander left and won his World Series in Houston. Um, I'm not saying that Stafford's going to win a Super Bowl this year. I, I, I don't see that quite yet, um, but it's just one of those... He he has the talent and he could do really good this year and I, I think that's gonna be a, a, a good one to have.
1: Yeah, I that's especially as your backup quarterback. Oh man, that's yeah, that's that's the cream of the crop.
5: Yep. Especially if Dak doesn't get off to a good start for Cam. Uh we'll talk on rosters later, right? Okay. But uh yeah, that'll be a great backup. Alex.
0: I at one point had a
2: chance to draft. I think the rookie from Pittsburgh, the running back, Najee. Najee, and I didn't, and I instead did a fourth wide receiver. So, not that it was a great player to have, but I think maybe I could have gotten a better running back than what
1: I have. So, wait, are you sure? Najee didn't go in the fourth round, did he? He, he went in. The,
5: he went in the second round, not including keeper.
1: Yeah, so you would to take him over Justin Jefferson.
5: Correct. Maybe that's where
2: I'm saying. Nonetheless, I think I was thinking about going for him, and I didn't. I think that's the one I'm
3: thinking about. I, maybe. I'd yeah, third
1: round rookie. Yeah, three down rookie running back. I, I can. I think you got a special one in Justin Jefferson, but I can also see the pull of uh, what he could do with Pittsburgh.
2: But then also, I still went two more wide right receivers, and now my DeAndre Swift's my starter.
0: So.
3: Yeah. Pretty
2: much every round, I didn't grab a running back for five rounds.
1: That's that's. Yeah yeah spoiler alert that may be the achilles heel on your team
0: maybe miles
1: gaskin as a backup i don't know he might be okay we'll see. you're locked and loaded then. Yep.
4: i'm sad. Derek. i'm gonna say stefan diggs i know you thought he was a little overranked um and and sorry steve i'm gonna bring something kind of traumatic up here oh, uh, but i think it will be okay because all's well that ends well and this ended well for you but Stefan Diggs almost single-handedly uh, orchestrated the biggest comeback to almost rob you of that second ring that you have on your finger there in the second half of that game and watching how explosive he is uh, and now you know a whole year uh, in that system uh, I I still think he I mean I know he's probably ranked as or considered you know number three as a receiver but I did give some thought to to drafting him, but uh, again, I wanted to to shore up on the running back. So, sorry, Steve, to bring that up. But uh, again, you won the title, so you're you're fine,
1: right? And <laughs> I, I, it's not. I'm a lot farther away from Derrick Henry than I think everybody else is because I think the wheels are going to come off this year. But I think just the difference I have with Diggs is I moved all the young guys in front of him, like Ridley's in front of him for me, and I moved DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson in front of me. So I think I'm probably just about four or five spots behind the consensus. I just love what those young, what I think those young guys are going to do this year. So I, I, I get it where you're coming from. But so take that exercise. I'm going to need a new phrase here. Who would you have not drafted in that scenario, Eckler or Chubb?
4: Uh, I really want to Chubb. Um uh so yeah i would have passed on i would have passed on austin you grow up you're
1: not 12. you'd think wouldn't you (laughs) okay didn't come out quite right i've never pretended to be anything but so i i I can live in my skin (laughs) right um speak now forever hold your peace marvin jones in the third round worst pick of the draft i'm going to assume that's a fact and move on Second worst pick of the draft. We're going to do it with uh, Alex. Lead us off.
2: That was the only one I remember, though, that I was just like, maybe Aaron Rodgers, but that's only, and that's not saying it's a bad pick, but that's just coming from somebody who had Aaron Rodgers and it was a giant bust that year. But Aaron Rodgers, I think, has so much potential, so maybe it would be great. But I think the reason why it was kind of a bust is because it's, for some reason, people didn't pick quarterbacks for like three rounds so i think he might have gone like further
1: down you know what i'm saying i think that's ex- that's exactly the pick i'm gonna go with i think part of it you're right was an unusual draft i think it, you would not think that 14 picks would go by where no quarterbacks would be taken but well
2: can i have been screwed over by that before because but, we but just think, we we don't get a quarterback in the first round all of a sudden they're all gone but then this but year it kind of changed. So,
1: But that's the thing in this scenario. So Kelly would have had to wait 12 picks, I think, before she picked again. But the thing to remember is that, like, three of you had quarterbacks. Lucas, mm-hmm. you had your quarterback. Alex, you had your quarterback. Cam had his quarterback. Uh, I know Kelly listens to the show. Derek's been on a couple times. He's not a quarterback early guy. So realistically, only two teams would have taken quarterbacks before it got to her. So... I would have rather taken the combination of whichever one of the guys we talked about taking fourth. And let's assume to You're thinking worst case scenario that two teams grab a quarterback and then whoever your next ring quarterback was. That just that felt like maybe you could have played the board a little bit better on that one. So I'm going to agree with you on the pick. Yeah, but I don't blame her, though. You know is what I'm going to say? Because it's like
2: if, if she wanted him, I mean, that maybe that was a good time to grab him. Sure. Maybe someone would have grabbed him again.
1: You know, I don't know. As the guy who took Cooper Cup thirty first, yep. You see your player, you got to grab your player. I get it. Just um, it also doesn't mean we have to agree with it. So, Derek.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, it's a broken record on this one for me too. Just similar logic. It's it's who who else you could have taken at that pick um, that you passed up, and that I think you could have waited a little bit longer and still and still reached for him. So, uh, yep, Rogers. All right.
1: Is it a clean sweep, Lucas?
5: Uh no, it is not, but remind me of this as we we're talking about rosters later. I've uh, a little insight that may clear it up. Okay. Um as well into the thinking. I'm actually going uh JK Dobbins. Um partly because yes, he's out for the year and now Cam just lost his what third pick or whatever it was. Yeah. Um but that being said, sorry, that was in uh round four. Five proper, if you count the the franchise. Um, when when is there really getting uh, Mark Ingram? Like, when do the Ravens really have good running backs? I've never really been high on Dobbins. Um, again, if he's your guy, that's great. But I just felt like that was too high of a round uh, to grab him in. Um, but honestly, I'm really kind of splitting hairs here. Um, it was hard to find for me um the the next worst pick right (laughs) i mean you can say deandre swift sorry alex but that was that was in round five right like it it wasn't like a second or third round pick um maybe it was one round higher you know same with dobbins maybe it was one round higher than it should have been but it's it's very very minimal um so it was it was kind of hard to find that one
1: I think your logic is perfect. He also does he doesn't catch the ball either. So it's just a guy who's gonna run for like eight hundred and fifty yards. I mean, that's what the top ranked yeah. runner for the Ravens has done at least the last three years. So And yeah.
5: and like I said, I'm I'm cheating a little bit because he's not gonna get anything out of him this year. So <laughs> you know that, that in and of itself makes it not a good pick for the fourth round.
1: Yeah, or it makes JK Dobbins a wonder wire a waiver wire stud for him. So T B D. All right. Eight. One
0: thing that stood out about the draft. I um, will say that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: there's something Cam texted me and he's given me his survey answers. He said like there didn't feel like there were a whole lot of standout moments from the draft. And for the most part, I agree. Like for me, like when I was going into the um and again, the only reason I'm trying to get as particular on the rounds is so that we're always to all talking the same language. So if, when I talk, the keeper round is always going to be round one. So when I'm making my first back-to-back pick, 3-4, like Cooper Cup and Darren Waller were literally players 28 and 29 on my board. So only two players outside of my top 29 got picked by the time I came up. And same thing when I go into the 5-6 turn. At that point, four players outside my top, outside of my brackets didn't pick. Like, it was just very chalk. So um, pretty impressive that the league either did their homework or just kind of also did what they were told to do by the draft app. So that, that it was pretty chalk. That was my big takeaway from the draft. What about you, Derek?
4: Uh, what stood out to me is that the your rotation of three songs that you had uh, played over <laughs> and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> One shining moment I think stayed in my head for for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but uh, uh I mean if we're we're talking picks, uh the the Marvin Jones uh selection really did. I mean I know we're pretty tough on him now. we we're gonna I don't know how many times we're gonna reference it, but uh uh that that kind of threw me for a loop. Um but uh otherwise um yeah no that, that's it that's all I got
1: just real quick and what we've all made mistakes for the draft this is just Matt made the one this year but uh that was agony for me going into it because like for me how my draft board was like so Matt made the pick right before I went like C.D. Lamb was the last guy I had in that tier and if like I didn't get C.D. Lamb like I was gonna feel like my draft fell apart because like all the wide receivers went on that run that Lucas and Alex, you guys started that at the end of round two and like basically most of the picks from that point out were wide receivers. So I'm very appreciative because if he would have gone that direction, I would have i probably gone Cooper Cup, Darren Waller, and I would not have felt good about my team to come away with one wide receiver in the first four rounds. So thank you, Matt. Um Alex, what uh, what stood out about the draft for you? <sighs> That's the thing is
2: I don't really know. I don't know. if not a really, lot stood out to me. It was very straightforward it seemed to go like a lot of other well i guess like just how late people were getting quarterbacks yeah Um, i never i never predict that right so whenever i get a quarterback early people don't care about quarterbacks and when i don't get a quarterback in the first round they're all gone and i feel like that always happens and so i was like i had mine as a keeper i didn't have to worry about it and all of a sudden people could pick like a viable quarterback in like round
1: five you know what i mean yeah, I think that's really gonna be interesting. Um, we don't normally break from this, but I'm curious your guys' opinion on this. Like, so we know like the main four quarterbacks can't be kept next year. So unless somebody comes new to the party, like the main quarterbacks are gonna go out into the pool. I think realistically, like maybe if Trey Lance has the year we think he's gonna have, that's the only quarterback that might get kept next year unless somebody really comes out of nowhere. So to your point, Alex, I think it's gonna really change the dynamic next year. So Again, do you guys see any other key, any quarterback that you would guess would be kept next year?
5: No, and, and unless it's a rookie that just, you know, blows up. You know, Lawrence, Trey Lance, like you said, um, maybe, uh, maybe Stafford, I guess. You know, it, it depends on if he just absolutely has that monster season. Um, if if the Grams go to the Super Bowl like you predict, um, a lot of it's going to have to do with Stafford and his numbers, and that might be a possibility for Cam. But you're right. Other than that, I don't really see anybody.
0: Derek, Alex, anyone you see being kept? I mean, if any,
2: if, you know, if there's just another J. Dot Allen that happens this year, they all of a sudden become the number one quarterback, but it's just like, I can't, I don't think anyone like right off the bat. If Aaron Rodgers does what he does again, maybe. Um, But if he has a, you know what I mean? But he was inconsistent. Cause like, I think Jay and I both have swore out, swore off the guy because he was inconsistent with us. Um, But if he has another, like just an
5: MVP year, maybe. him. So. Yeah. And if you put him on a team, a different team next year. That has mm-hmm. more than just Devonte Adams. That's the wild card there too. Jeez, oh,
1: Aaron Rodgers in Carolina or Denver. Uh, yeah, Derek, what are like you?
4: We, we can't. And yeah, now that um, Brady's shown that you can actually play into your forties, even though he's probably the anomaly for that, I feel like there's there is the, the hope for older <laughs> quarterbacks that they can stay in their prime longer. So uh, for that, I would also add Rodgers, and feel like there might be a well, Drew Brees retired, so I know there's a couple guys that are uh, approaching mid to late 30s, but uh, no one else comes to mind. So I'll
1: just yeah stick with Rodgers. Yeah. I hadn't thought about Trevor Lawrence, but I think you're right. Lucas, if he has a rookie year, kind of like maybe Joe Burrow did or somebody else did, I could see that getting added to the mix. But yeah, it would seems long odds at this point. All right. Nine. Nope, I'm going to flip that around. All right, we're going to do check in on the results of the league poll. So I asked the following questions. What six teams do you think are going to make the playoffs? Who had the best draft? Who had the worst draft? Name the division winners and the league champion. All right, so, Alex, you tell me, um, what teams do you think are going to make the playoffs? I think it is going to be
2: uh myself carly uh
0: steve lucas matt no not matt uh I'm
2: trying to think who i who i sent who i told you bobby and who was the sixth person i said camp i think it was the sixth
0: okay lucas
5: uh i'm going with the same six except i am taking my sister-in-law out and putting jason in as the sixth
1: okay and derek
4: okay i've got i've got bob i've got kelly i've got lucas i've got myself i've got carly her or this roster, I just have to have to mention is like identical to a roster I have in another league. So if I didn't believe in that team, that uh,
1: <laughs> would be good. And you, Steve, I appreciate you. Um, one of you agreed with the league. Um, Alex, you you had this is what the league voted for exactly your six, or those were the top uh, vote getters. Well, all right. Yeah. So <clears throat> surprise,
0: surprise. Mm-hmm. Who had the best draft? There was a runaway winner here. Me. Okay. (laughs) Me. Okay.
4: I know I narrowed it down to, I think, Lucas or Bob, but I think I told you Bob
1: early on. That
4: matchup.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Lucas, the league voted you with the best draft. God, I'm going to kill
5: the entire league this year, aren't I?
1: Thank <laughs> God. However, by a larger margin, they picked somebody else with a worse draft. The worst draft of the league. Care to take a guess? Can you tell me if it's a hundred percent or not? Uh,
5: no. Did, Pretty did close. Everybody picked the same person.
1: No. My minus said person. <laughs> oh. Minus said person. No. Uh, uh, there okay. were two other votes that went a different way. So it was close. Okay. Matt yes. did have the worst draft, though. By a, the league thinks so by a wide margin. However, just a quick reminder that the league universally thought Kelly had the best draft, and she finished seventh in the rankings and tenth in the. Jenkins last year and the league hated Jason's draft and he finished well he didn't do so so we shall see. All right. The division winners were um the AFC was a unanimous vote. Care to guess who that went with. I have to remember
5: who's in the AFC. Oh, that's my division. So that's mm-hmm. probably me. If people pick me with the best draft, it's probably me. So it, it, just for, for reference for Derek and Alex, it's me, it's Cam, it's Jason, it's Kelly, it's Bob. I'll say
4: Lucas.
1: Yeah, I, I said Lucas. Yeah, clean sweep. All right, other the NFC. This was a narrow margin.
5: Well,
3: I'm going to
5: say me. Yeah. Alex is very close. We talked about this. Prior to the podcast, the only reason I didn't pick him is because he tends to kind of crash and burn as the season goes on. Yeah, you um, know what? And so I, so I picked Steve.
4: As did I.
1: By one vote, I took the uh, vote for the division over Alex. So the league likes to draft a lot, Alex. Hey, all, all right. right. Got some believers. The league champ was pretty diversified, but there was one person ahead of the crowd. Multiple people eight? got votes. All right, Alex, are you voting? You got the most votes as league champ. I mean, I, yep. Yeah, you know what? This is the year
2: of overconfidence. Epic me. Believe in yourself. I Not think right most there. people
1: voted you to win the division and me to win the championship. It could happen. Well, it, it did happen last year. So. Hmm.
4: Yeah, I think uh, you need to uh, start looking into how you're going to craft that third ring. Um, so I did. I did have you.
5: Thank you, kindly. I can not I can't I can't either imagine or I don't want to imagine a world in which Steve repeats. <laughs> I just I just don't know what to expect from that. So um I'm gonna do my best to Alex impression and say me, because you know, I'm gonna be really confident.
1: Yeah. You're of overconfidence, Lucas. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> oh. Lucas, you did have the majority, but it was spread pretty thin. So most teams gotta about- vote.
5: If only we could lock the waiver wire throughout the entire season. So, like, you can't pick anybody up.
1: <laughs> well, then we just need to do a Vampire League. All right. We're going to go 10 for 10. So, it's going to be kind of fun. Last year, you guys, you know, I could give you a heads up where somebody was last week. So, you knew nobody's going to jump six spots, like, at the end of the year. But, I mean, it's a blank slate right now. So, I am, I am curious to see kind of who does the most here i talked junk about you two years ago alex and you responded by getting like eight out of ten so it was really impressive <clears throat> lucas and derek i think you know the league trends pretty well so i think you guys will also have the potential to do really well so all that preamble aside who's 10
0: Matt. Matt.
5: You can't say he had the worst draft and then pick somebody else at 10.
1: Well, I said the league said he had the worst draft.
5: Uh, Well, I told you earlier that I said I thought he had the worst draft, so I can't say that and then not pick him 10.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. What did
1: you say, Alex? Don't you always put yourself 10 at the beginning of the year? I used to do that, but now because there's like an accountability piece, I try to do what I actually think of my team. Radical. All right. Okay, so we've got two mats. Derek, is it a clean sweep?
0: Yep. You're all wrong. <sighs> is it Steve? No. <laughs> I, I'm sorry.
5: We're not all wrong. There's a chance you could be wrong as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
1: probably the highest likelihood, but as the guy who makes the rankings, I can tell you that who I have on 10
0: is not Matt. Jason. Ham. Did you, all? Derek and Alex? I heard yours.
1: Lucas, did you guess?
0: Uh, I'll say Bob.
1: Oh, for two across the room. Okay.
5: Kelly? Did you did you put Derek last? That would be really
1: mean, Steve. So we got to... Well, Alex is going with Kelly. Lucas, are you are you speculating? Or are you putting your money down on Derek's ten? My ten. <laughs> I'm not putting any money down.
0: I I'm not trying to guess what's inside that big melon of yours. That's smart play. Now I just want to get this over with. I'll say me. <laughs> okay, there's a Kelly. There's a Derek. Yeah, that's I said Derek.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Lucas. Oh, um, sorry. No, no, it's okay. My bad. Kelly. Hmm. All right,
2: Kelly, you come back and you win the whole thing and you prove Steve wrong.
1: You do it. So Lucas, where you obviously um, hadn't picked on to her as a three pick. So where where would you have speculated she was going to be? And what do you think of the team?
5: Um, I did not even try to speculate any of the rankings right now. Um, I was kind of going based on ESPN's um, playoff percentage <laughs> outlook, um, in which she had, they they say she has a sixty percent chance of making the playoffs. So, um, so to explain a little bit in terms of the first round pick of Aaron Rodgers, if you looked at the four quarterbacks that were off the board. Really, the next two were Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, and then it kind of even fell off further from there. It may be Brady, um, maybe Russell Wilson, but the entire league knows you get a half a season out of him, Um, and she did not want to get stuck with Jackson, and since we are a quarterback heavy league, she knows the importance of having a good quarterback, Um, she needed to go Rogers. She, that was her guy. You guys talked about it earlier, right? Like she did not want to get stuck with Lamar Jackson or anybody else on the next, next tier lower. So um, that is why she drafted him that early. It was a little unfortunate um, because it it was just the way it fell with the franchise picks and the quarterbacks off the board um, and, and her with a high pick, right? If she had a lower pick, and she picked Rogers there It probably would have made a lot more sense to a lot more people. So um, at any rate, that's why, that's why that was done. The other thing I noticed a lot with her roster and she said it too, she picked a lot of rookies. Um, so this is a, a make or break kind of roster. Um, this is either going to do really, really well for her. She's going to have a hard time picking a franchise player next year. Um, or as is more realistic on some seasons, um you know, there's going to be maybe a rookie or two that hits, but the rest of them are going to miss um, as as wants with rookies in the NFL um, as they make that transition. So um, she wasn't entirely happy with the way that that fell um, for her. Um, she knew what she was doing when she was making the picks. She realized how many rookies she had. Um, but really, that's that's the way that she felt she needed to go when those
0: picks went to her well i think it's uh i think it's a good
1: peek behind the curtain and clearly if he has the year he had last year he's not going to be a bad pick i think we're just arguing more about would have been better to take a better player and then kind of see what came his back but no from her perspective it feels like it's a tear break after Rodgers and jackson and she does not want to be playing catch up with quarterback i can get on board with that yep um i'd say two things one it's a bad wide receiver core it's bad like uh, the, and, and i think just strategy wise i think if you're going to if you're going to choose to keep treat sorry keep kelsey mm-hmm. you you can't I think you have to go with the straight, you have to draft like you or Alex did because now, because what she did was, and, and independently, they're, they're fine choices. Rogers is the quarterback, Kelsey's the tight end. She goes running back, running back with Najee and Antonio Gibson. Those are great. But by doing that, she's locked Kelsey into the wide receiver tight end position because the only reason she would put him in that flex spot is because something happened to her running back. So it sounds like you guys are tracking what I'm saying here. You need to have the flexibility to put him to two spots if you're going to draft him that early. So. Kelly has had an incredible run. I think before last year, she'd made the final four three or four years in a row. So she knows what she's doing. There's, she can just, if DJ Moore can be good and a second wide receiver like Brandon Cooks can be serviceable, there are opportunities here. But I do want to pause because I realized I forgot one of the 10 for 10 here. Um, From your guys' perspective, how many teams do you think legitimately could win the championship right now?
5: Win the championship or make the playoffs. Championship.
0: Like You're
1: that. switching it up on me. Yeah, I will go first to give you guys some time to think. Um, I think there are seven teams that, if things go well, could win the championship. And for from seven to one, I'm gonna. There just kind of there are more obstacles that the team from seven has to clear up to one. But I think it's eight, nine, and ten. I don't see the path with the teams, with the roster construction they currently have.
3: Yeah,
5: I that's how I answered it as well. When you initially asked how many teams could legitimately make the playoffs, I said seven as well. Um, I had Matt, Kelly, and Bob as the three that I just didn't see um, about some major roster moves and, and some things falling their way um, at this point of having a, a chance to make it with the current rosters they have. So I'm probably tracking right along there with the other
4: Okay. I Actually, had, I had eight. Um, the only, the two I ruled out were Jason and Matt. And But overall, I felt like there was a, a fair amount of parity. There's not uh, a huge separation between the top teams and, and sort of the bottom part of, of the eight. Um, so I think there's a couple of rosters I looked at where it's like, okay, if this person's healthy, if this rookie – is as good as some people think he's going to be. Then you know that team could be intriguing. Um, that's that's a bit vague, but uh, we'll get into more specifics later. But yeah, I I landed on eight.
1: I don't know if you did our rankings, but where do you think hypothetically you would have put Kelly if you didn't?
4: Well, I have, I have Kelly squeaking into the playoffs. So uh, she was the sixth seed I have.
1: Uh, you're not as concerned about the wide receiver position with Jamar Chase and DJ Moore, it sounds like.
4: Well, I, I agree that that is, that is the weak link. Um, there's also, I think it's Waddle off the bench, uh, maybe some potential there, but I just really like, I like Gibson and Harris as running backs. And obviously you do still have a, a strong quarterback there. And, uh, so yeah, it's that's the weak link, but I, I, I
1: think there's enough talent there to make a run. Agreed. I think the piece, I think what I would say kind of dings Kelly for me too is like, and this is, this is another case. I I, I could be wrong about this. I'm I'm all on board. Like I don't see Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things at age 32. I think if Travis Kelsey was 27, she would not be the 10th ranked team. So you guys know I did this with Julio Jones for a couple of years. Like I'm, I'm going to get out a couple of years early rather than stay too long. So that might also be what's kind of skewing me here a little bit. All right. Alex, I'm, I apologize to you. Did I ask your take on how many teams you thought could make uh, You know what I'm going to say, Steve.
2: I think all 10
1: people can make
2: it. I think they all have a great chance. Mm-hmm. I think they have some people that they believe in, you know, that other people don't believe in. I think it's just going to be a good year.
4: <laughs> Coming from the owner who has the Lions in the Super Bowl. Uh- yep.
2: <laughs> Hope I, I, I love myself a couple of underdogs, Steve. You know me. I, mean? I don't, don't count anybody out. You hate Chick Fil A, but the rest of the world is sunny side up. <laughs> I hated that they put a Chick Fil A in a city football stadium and it wouldn't be open
1: on Sundays. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see if anyone can get the next one. Nine. I'm gonna
5: say it's Matt until it's Matt. <laughs> Matt.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well. I'm gonna say. Uh, I was sorry. The first one was it. It was Jason. Ten was Kelly.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to say Jason. Occam's Ravens are Derek. The obvious answer was the answer here. It is Matt in at nine. Alex, what do you think of Matt's team? I mean, beyond that, everyone is sunshine and roses. I think that, you know, he's going to have to do some free agent pickups, you
2: know, Probably. But you know, maybe he accidentally stumbled upon some, you know, secret winners here. But I just, you know. Um, I that one pick killed his draft, I think. Only because it was so high. I mean, I, you know, and I don't want to say that kills his own team, but um just that one thing. But you know what? Watch watch Marvin Jones be the number one wide receiver in the league somehow. Maybe Trevens Lawrence needs a crutch and he picks him. Wow, so, that'd be something. That'd be fun. Matt Matt Matt, you just shove it in all of our faces when that happens, okay? Like every day. Like, just take take clips of this and then just sh- repeatedly and then, like, interspersed p- plays of Marvin Jones, just killing it. Um,
0: yeah, he didn't view his normal strategy of just getting a bunch of Pittsburgh players either, which that surprised me. Did he end with Ben Roethlisberger?
2: No. Nope. Wow. Well, he's usually always on his team.
1: So, I don't know. It's new waters for Matt. I hope he does well. We're going to play a quick game of true-false. Everybody's invited to play true-false. What's true is Joe Mixon played six games last year. True or false? In five of those games, he averaged less than four yards a carry.
0: That's true, true. That's
1: true. That's true. And number six, the, the sixth game was against Houston or Jacksonville, but a, basically just a really porous run defense. True or false? Joe Mixon has averaged less than 4.1 yards per carry in three of his four years in the league. Probably true. True. Mm -hmm. So also true. So I'm just I've lived the Joe Mixon life. I don't have any interest in it. Even the year he finished sixth, it was the most ridiculous sixth place finish ever because you were benching him half the year because he was so poor. Um, He was kind of like Russell Wilson of the running backs that year. So I'm out on the Joe Mixon business. You combine that with Marvin Jones, it offsets what was a really, really spectacular start. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Calvin Ridley could have just been the foundation for a heck of a run. And maybe he will do it. But at this point, um, I've got him in at nine. Though I do want to say, uh, like Russell Gage, is a sleeper pick.
4: I'm yeah. not on uh, Mixon, too. And it's kind of liberating to be free from him. Uh, yes!
0: <laughs> uh, I remember those, those five
4: games pretty well. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Uh, you know, one of the Cardinal sins is not to pick players based on the fact that they were on your team in years prior and did either good or bad. And the one thing we haven't talked about is his quarterback situation. And I, I, the only thing I can think of is he picked Matt Ryan as a starter because Matt Ryan did well for him a, a year or two ago. Um, Matt Ryan as your starter and Kirk Cousins as your backup in a quarterback heavy league. That's, I think the killer. Um, Matt Ryan right now is only rostered on 45% of ESPN rosters. Kirk Cousins is rostered on, on 24%. So um, that, that cook is cook and he will carry him week after week. And Ridley can have great games, but his they're not going to make up for the, the lost points at the quarterback spot.
1: That had to be. A, like He had to kind of be in the Derek and Steve camp, of drafting late at quarterback.
0: I can't imagine that was like a fifth-round pick. Okay. All right, eight. Also, excellent job eight. bringing excellent. staff into the equation, Lucas.
1: It was pretty sweet. Sorry, eight. I I know who I'm talking to.
0: You can say Jay. Jason.
5: Uh, Um, Bob.
0: Point to
1: Derek and Alex. Jason does come in at eight. Does anybody have anything they'd like to say about Jason's
0: team? Um. Ooh.
5: Yeah, Jason's got a lot of we were like we were talking about Kelly, right? You know, if those those rookies hit, uh, she's going to she could run away with this. He's got a lot of those types of players on Jason does on his roster. Like David Montgomery, Adam Thielen, uh Russell Wilson, Saquon they're, they're all like hit or miss week by week. Saquon maybe could be a little bit more. We, we've already talked about him, right? But we talked about how Russell is like a, a a one half or half a season sort of player. Um, Thielen, for whatever reason, just didn't... I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like he didn't do well last year. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong there. But for some reason, I did not have him high in my mind. Montgomery was on and off. Um mm-hmm. He really, unfortunately, did not – Terry McLaurin was his best f- pick for franchise. I mean, he went correct there. But there just isn't isn't a lot to get excited about, I guess.
1: Thielen was a bit of a, a – you're right that Thielen did not really look good. But Thielen had a really odd year, 14 touchdowns on 74 catches. That just doesn't happen. So his final number looks good, but nobody – would have been the ride. that's probably why I, f- I feel that in my mind then right
5: because um, i think he scored decently but he just never seemed to have a really good receiving game last year
1: i'm gonna give you, i'm not gonna i was gonna chew falses with you guys but i'm just gonna give you the most russell wilson stat of russell wilson stats in the history of the world the first eight games of last year, his worst performance in the first eight games of last year was 37.5 points. The second half of the year, his best performance in the last eight games, the best performance was 36.6 points. Yeah. I just... I, Go ahead.
5: I'm not sure. Somebody's got feedback going on. I don't know if that's you, Steve, in the background, um, or a vacuum or a microwave or something, but
1: there's there's some sort of really high feedback coming. I would normally think it's me, but this microphone has bailed me out through the years. So
3: maybe we'll just kind of see what happens. I think
4: I'm here in a vacuum too, but I think it's clear on my end. Alex? Jay's team? Um, <laughs> he can't hear me because in the mic. vacuum. <laughs> Did you
2: ask me a question? I oh thought we start, were start with the, start with talking about Jay's team, right?
5: Well, we're wondering if you hear the background noise right now. I'm having tr- trouble. No, I'm good. I'm good.
2: Okay. I'm good. There's background noise on my side, too. So I okay. muted it a little bit.
5: <laughs>
2: we got yeah, Jay's yeah. team. Jason's team, yep. Um, He has a bunch of players that I don't like as a person, so I would put him lower, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. Um, I had Saquon when he hurt himself. I had Russell Wilson, and he did very
0: poorly when I had him. Um, I also had Terry McLaurin? No, I didn't. Terry McLaurin's decent, I think. I don't know. It's just a bunch of players that I wouldn't pick either, but um,
2: I don't know. Just that Russell Wilson. You plan on making the playoffs, and that's as far as you're going to go. That's the Russell Wilson pick.
1: I think Jason started out in a hole. I think – I would assume it's pretty universally agreed that McLaurin was probably the worst of the keepers. So you start – that just puts you in a bad spot, whoever you
0: are. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I just – Alex, you just threw me off. Oh,
1: this is my question. Yep. I – when we talked earlier about like people you were likely not going to draft he didn't make the list for me but a guy who was in consideration for who I was probably going to pass on and i want your guys' opinions on this like for me it was almost keenan allen two of the last 3 years he has cratered you in the playoffs he did it to me 3 years ago it's not like by malice at least for me he get injured in, like the first quarter of his playoff game so he was out so i lost and then last year It did affect somebody in the playoffs. I don't remember who had him, but like he was was he going to play? Was he not going to play? It was a Thursday night game. It was a really stressful situation. And like right before the inactives are declared, he like gets in front of a microphone or a camera and says like to everybody who plays fantasy football, play me. I'm going to do great. And I believe he had one catch for like 11 yards, but it was abysmal. And he didn't even play the last three quarters of the game. So like the moral of this preamble is like burn me once. Shame on me. Burn me tw- or You guys get it. But basically, so it scared me away from him. Is, am I just, is that a Steve thing or did you guys kind of would have had a moment of pause drafting him as well? Carly
5: had him last season. And if it was in the playoffs, I ended up beating her for third. So it's it's possible that that's when that happened. Um, I don't remember that happening. But yeah, again, I mean, as much as you can say you need to keep your own personal feelings out of this when you draft players, you, you can't. Um, they always are a part of your rankings one way or the other, and there's no right or wrong answer there.
4: I, d- I don't have a strong opinion on this one, because I'm, I'm trying to think of if I've ever had Keenan Allen on my team before, and nothing in my... Uh, I feel like he's been in the league a long time, too. And it's not like I had an aversion to him of... He was just kind of never that guy, sort of an in-between, not quite elite, but not a bad word, like. I just, for whatever reason, he never was to me, so I don't have any bad memories. but I don't have any good ones either, so I'm pretty indifferent, obviously, then to to Keenan Allen.
5: Yeah, I I'm with Derek. I he's one of those players I don't think I've ever had on my team, one way or the other, drafting or free agency.
1: I'd be curious yeah. to see what the Jason experience is with him then. All
5: right. Yeah, I've never had Allen
2: either, so I've never okay. had an opinion on him. You know what I mean? So, I just want
1: to go see and go through and see who he's been rostered with. I know your dad had him a couple of times, Lucas. Maybe and I'd be yeah, curious to see where he was at then for all those years. All right. What about you, Alex? Any other thoughts on Jason's team? Well, I mean that was pretty much it. It's just
2: I hope you know, I hope for him that Saquon Barkley turns out to be okay. So I think that's gonna be like a big turning point for his team as the first week is to see what like see how that play goes. Um so if you can if you can go back to like what he used to do, I think Jason has a pretty solid team. It's just that's like where the worry is. So
3: all right.
1: Seven.
5: I'm gonna say Steve until it's Steve.
3: <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> Derek. I'm ai was bracing to hear my name, so I'm saying uh me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all swung and missed Hello.
0: I will pivot to cam, yeah, I'll say cam too. Can I say Steve again <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: i'll go I'll go Bob just so we can get so we can maybe hit on one of them here
1: um. Uh, Derek and Alex had it. Cam is seventh. This just kind of seems to be what Cam does. He builds kind of a middle-of-the-road team draft-wise, at least by my opinion, then he just kind of works his way into a good position. Playoffs, 14 out of 15 years.
5: That was you, Steve. That was your mic, wasn't it?
1: Oh, that was, I, I dinged it, so yeah, that's probably Yeah, you hit his yep.
4: Well, I'm ready to jump in on uh, Cam's team here. And I think if I understood if you correctly, uh, Cam likes to kind of divide the world between uh, ballers and non-ballers. Is, is that Did I get that right? Uh. You nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> so there's definitely a couple uh, a baller picks here. Uh, I do like the, uh, I guess you can't call it a double dip if they're on the same team and one's a running back and one's a quarterback. But I like Prescott. Uh, I am confident that uh, Ezekiel can, can return to form this year i feel like last
1: year was maybe an anomaly for him and oh, uh, i haven't like, watched yeah i want to hear the rest of you have to say but like the zeke thing because you know this was this was something that was obviously on my heart when i had to make a keeper selection like i don't know want to say zero out of 100 but just minimally you're minimally concerned that he's going to this is the beginning of the cliff for him
3: yeah minimally yeah, been... concerned
1: okay
4: yeah i just think uh i just think he's too good that that i feel like the circumstances last year the fumbling was was a weird thing i i and we have seen guys where it seems like they're dead and they just kind of bounce back and they return to form so i just i think he's going to return to form um i like uh i mean aj brown's a great wide receiver godwin i mean i had my uh my trauma with Godwin last year with some of the injuries and I, I just think it's a pretty loaded wide receiver core they have in Tampa Bay. So I'm not huge on Godwin. I'm, I mean, he, if he's healthy, I, I think he can be their best wide receiver, but um not too high on him. And Galladay with Jones and that weak offensive line. Um, I think, I think Galladay can be good in the right system, but I'm not too high on him either. And then I think it was just a big, uh, lost to lose Dobbins, obviously. I do think that was a good pick. I he- heard what Lucas was saying about the Ravens' history of running backs, but I felt like Dobbins was a pr- is a pretty dynamic player and was was really good for the bang for his buck last year. Um, we talked about Stafford. I agree that he's uh, got got a high upside, so obviously a strong quarterback situation. Uh, but I mean Edwards being able to fill fill in for Dobbins is a nice replacement, but I just don't think you're going to get a whole lot from Edwards. So I think there's a pretty significant uh, leak there with the roster. Um, so that's why I have uh, Cam missing the playoffs, but I do think uh, if things go together, he could make a run. And it sounds like he has a history of finding a way to get into the playoffs, if I understood that uh, earlier.
1: Yeah, I missed once in 15 years. So I think that this is the standalone reason I put him in that all right well anyway lucas let me ask you like we live the kenny galladay life thoughts on him as a fantasy player
5: uh he had stafford thrown to him um now he's got daniel jones right like i and the giants are a lot like the jets in terms of i really don't want anybody on their team um it, besides Saquon, but we've already kind of talked that to death. I know. I mean, you, you, look, you look at his roster and go back to, you know, one thing that stood out by the draft, you know, it just seemed chalk, right. There were not a lot of major surprises and you're seeing here already, you've got him ranked seventh, but this doesn't feel like a seventh ranked roster, right? Like, I, I mean, he's even got some, some possibilities on the bench there. Um, it's going to be plug and play. It's going to be week to week, right? Um, Make sure you make the right calls on that. Um, But really, I mean, yeah. Galladay would be the the one weak point I see, at least on the starting roster.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, I
1: think what Derek said is really kind of where I'm stuck. Like, Talent wise, I love Godwin. I don't love the Godwins in that trio that he's in. Right. And Derek, this is a question I had for you because I think you did a pretty, a really great synopsis on a starting lineup. I agree with you across the board. Tyler, Borden, Tyler Boyd on his bench, like the Cincinnati and Pittsburgh have something in common to me that I think they got three wide receivers. That there's just a split on like who's the number one guy. Like, where is Tyler Boyd for you in the Cincinnati pecking order? Yeah. I, excuse me I would have had him number
4: three um although it seems like Chase I don't know if the narrative has changed with him but it seems like there was uh, a lot of talk about how he did not look so good in in training camp and in preseason so if there was a shift in that narrative I may have missed that um I know Boyd I mean Boyd's been he's been solid he's been able to put up you know some some good numbers um so I think he can put up decent numbers but I I'm pretty high on uh your guy Steve Higgins um but uh and Chase just he he's a lot of potential there it seemed like he was immediately thought of to be a high caliber guy so I would probably it's probably like Pittsburgh it's hard for me to rank those three guys too they're pretty close like I, I would say Deontay Johnson and uh Juju and then and then uh uh, sorry, the third. That's uh, even though we didn't even ask me about Pittsburgh, I'm just sort of talking about Pittsburgh. But the separation is uh, there's, a, there's a parallel
1: there that I like. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I think I've got Boyd as my number three. But yeah, that might be shifting now with what's going on with Jamar Chase. Um, Lucas and Alex, real quick, just on this team. Where was where did you have Dex, Dak Prescott as quarterback wise? In our format, he's my quarterback too, behind Mahomes. I had him really high if he wasn't having injury problems right now.
2: Okay. I guess he's having problem with his arm. I would have had him like quarterback two or three. Well, probably quarterback three. I would have had him a quarterback three. Um, J Dot Allen and Mahomes, yeah.
5: yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I I think I you I don't think you put Dak over uh, Josh Allen. Um. Beyond that, yeah, he's probably up there with, yeah, I guess Kyler Murray, Rogers, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I I don't put him, I don't put him in the top two.
1: Okay, so more like a three, four kind of. That's where your debate is. Yeah, yeah. three, four, five. Okay. When he was playing last year, he was doing great. <laughs>
2: yep.
4: So I'm still a little worried about the the psychological piece about coming back from the compound fracture. Like I, I I actually compare it. most of the guys that I've known, athletes uh, that I've known of who have had the compound injury is NBA players. And it seems like it's a mixed bag of guys who make a, a recovery pretty quickly and then guys who it, 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 there's just mental hurdles of, of recovering from that injury. So I just have a little skepticism on, on that.
1: More or less than Zeke? Well, I guess more based on context. <laughs> yeah, more skepticism, yes. All right. I hadn't thought about that, but it's a really good
0: point. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't see it? Okay. All right. Six. Steve. I'll say me again. Derek. No, no, and no. Uh, Carly. I'll say Bob. Carly. Alex, 3-1-1. You are
1: winning so far. This is impressive. All right. I'm trying to go an 0 for it, by the way.
5: <laughs> You've already missed, though. So you got one right. Oh. I forgot about Matt.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, just, I talked about this a couple times last year, but just to bring it to remind us all, like, Carly just lived a fantasy football life in one season, coasted to a 10-3 and record, <laughs> lost in the semis on a stat correction, and then plays Lucas for the championship, and like in the first game of the week, the tone is set with Kamara getting six touchdowns against you, Lucas, and you found a way to win. Oh, I mean, man, the, I she came back her second year is impressive. After all that, I totally forgot
5: about that start by Kamara and the fact that I still beat her. Um, I, you know what? She probably didn't forget that at all. No, <laughs> no. Um, I made a con- but but you know what um f- for her first year ever playing the game yeah um I think if you look at last season's stats she was probably the one that made the least amount of waiver wire pickups but she didn't need to like she hit on all of her starting picks and they never got injured um it, it's it's was like one of those you know perfect seasons we all hope for um, you know, in the preseason before week one, as we draft our team and we're happy with our team knowing, okay, who's going to get hurt this year. Uh, she didn't really even run into that. So if you look at her roster this year, the fact that half of it is the same players that she had last year is no surprise, right? They did very well last year. They're not coming off injuries. Um, I don't blame her one bit for doing Kyler and Kamara and, and woods again. Um, it's it worked very well last year. It should work very well again this year. I, I don't see any reason not to. OK, I'm sorry, I think it's Alex, so I'm going to mute him a second. <laughs> and yes, it's Alex. Um, so sorry, there's there's some background noise over there that um, when nobody's talking, it kind of picks up on your microphone. Oh, okay. I keep muting myself because I keep thinking there's background noise. So I'll keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Um Alan Robinson, I had him last year. Um that was a that was a good pick too. Um and then what her last two, right? Deontay Johnson, Josh Jacobs. I can't really speak much to Deontay. Um, I'll have to have some of you guys kind of pick up um the slack there. Josh was really good a couple of years ago but um, for some reason in my head i had him falling off a bit this year so maybe you can help fill that um in as well i love the justin abe pick as her backup i really wanted him um as mine that was that was part of my um trying to find a backup quarterback and missing on my four or five that i wanted and waiting until like the 11th round to grab them but um, he just was awesome last year and, and honestly, um, great, great backup. It's great trade bait. Um, and that's kind of what I was going for. That was my strategy in the draft at the time too, right? I got Mahomes. um, barring injury, knock on wood. I need this guy for one week and I hated how the running backs fell to me. And so I wanted to get a really great backup and for trade bait. So that could really help her, uh, later on as well. Um, Antonio Brown great talent but man I don't know is he going to stay on a team is he going to stay playing week by week who knows uh what's what's going on in that guy's head so but on the bench uh you're not you're not relying on him so again uh strong roster um she might have a little bit more work to do on the waiver wire this year though Yeah you, I
0: think you it's did a- forget Oh sorry I'll yeah paradox. I You're going where I was
1: going, Derek. So bring it home.
4: Oh, I was—I was, I was going to mention that you forgot to mention that her first year success all started with the coin toss, uh, <laughs> that I'm—I'm uh, I'm still recovering from. <laughs> but uh, I think I did mention earlier that her team is like a replica of uh, a team that I have in another league, uh, so I—I I have to think uh, highly of this team and 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 believe in it. Uh. So I do, I do like, I like the nucleus a lot there. I think it's uh, one of the very late players in quarterback situation. Just, I don't, there's a lot of holes there. So I'm high on this team.
1: I'm not a Josh Jacobs fan, but I mean, she benefited from what's big, the biggest, one of the biggest off season injuries. You lost ATN, Derek and James Robinson. Now I don't think he'll be what he was last year because Urban Meyer's an idiot, but that's an excellent flex player. Um, i love this team i think i just think the wide receivers lack like a guy who's i think these are three guys who can finish in the top 20 i don't think there's a guy that's going to finish in the top five that's that's what's got it from six down to six for me I, i love this team i just that's just the hold up so yeah i love them um Derek, for you, uh, we talked. We just did this with the Bengals, and you, you teased this a little bit. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju. How do you rank the Steelers' wide receivers?
4: Yeah, I've got I've got Deontay number one. I've got uh, I do have Claypool number two now. That he moved uh, a week or two ago, I would have said Claypool third, but uh, I picked him in a league, so I'm, uh, but I – but I do like his upside. Uh, so I think Juju is number three, but again, not much separation between the three.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I think that's just the hard thing with him. Like he could be spectacular. Deontay Johnson, like the other guys, and there could be a week he's just two for 21 at a bad time. And I'm sorry, Alex, I just have to apologize. I haven't really brought you into the last couple of these. So, um, you who gave us the car, Lee, um, mm-hmm. it was a um, move, by the way, thank you really brought that in to, no, uh, bring it back. Plan. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this team? Uh you feel like six is about right, or would you kind of put them a little higher or lower if this was your ranking of teams? Um, I mean I like her team. I
2: I've ever, like I wanted Kyler Murray on my team last year, and if I didn't have Alan, I would have won Kyler Murray again. Alvin Kamara is always a really solid pick. Um and kind of like what you were saying, the wide receivers aren't like perfect, but I think there's a lot of potential there. Um has Antonio Brown just in case something magical happens with that. Uh I, I don't think it will, but I, I think James Robinson has a lot of potential if Jacksonville can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's a really solid, like mid-tier team, and I think there's a lot of potential. So, I think it's a good place.
1: I think she's the safest team. I think I envision her kind of being where Jason and I were kind of in this nebulous middle of the road territory all year. But if her guys, if I'm wrong, and a couple of guys are better than I thought, the wide receiver core, she's uh, she's making another run. All right, five.
5: Steve.
1: I'm going to say Alex.
5: I'm going to say Derek.
1: <laughs> uh, you all swung and missed. I'll,
5: Sorry, I'll and go no with Bob again then. <laughs> it's
0: a Steve and Bob. Steve and Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. <laughs> Xander. Bob. Your second guess, you guys cleared it. Uh,
1: Bobby, fifth. Like, it's just... Sorry, I'm going to hand the floor over on Bobby in just one second, but I just... It is amazing. We just view... We build teams so very differently and just think so... Just the opposite on, like, most everything. So it just... uh, I always feel bad rating them low because I think I'm not in the... I don't think I'm in the majority opinion. It's just it's not how I... I just view guys differently. So anyway, Bobby is five.
4: Well, with Bobby, I've seen, well, you may see a trend that I've had here where I like the uh, dynamic duo of running backs. And since I think I have that on my team, I'm, it's uh, something I'm admiring in other teams. And uh, Bob was drafting ahead of me and there was a couple times I, I, I did want Aaron Jones. Um, and so you know aaron jones and and henry i think that's uh about as good as you can get uh, almost rivals your uh, mccaffrey uh, taylor uh, duo but uh still got a you know semi-elite quarterback there and i mentioned how uh digs with his explosiveness i'm still really high on him i think we do have a drop-off with wide receiver I don't know about the passing game in Philadelphia so I don't know about Devonte Smith but I do like I kind of like the bench here so I like yeah. Claypool I think Mooney can be a sleeper yeah. uh you know I think Davis is okay too um so so I was you know pretty I've been pretty high on Bob's team I think there's a lot to work with there
1: Derek, you did some good research, so I'm going to go to the other two on a on a true couple of true/false questions here, um, and then I'm going to see if you can kind of if you know the answer, if you're making an educated guess. Guys, uh, Alex and Lucas, true or false? Lamar Jackson only broke 200 yards passing in eight games last year.
5: Oh, that's got to be a true. Like he was horrible last season. Um, yeah, true.
0: Alex, I muted you. Alex, are you still with us? Alex is still muted. Does that sound still doing it happening? Yeah, it was.
2: Uh, um, I'm going to say it's true, too.
1: You're both wrong, but it's because I rigged the stats a little bit. Five times. Oh, sorry, Derek. I didn't give a chance to answer that. So I will, I will <laughs> I'm remember <gonna> say false <laughs> time. You're <laughs> false. Okay, <laughs> true, false. He only broke 300 yards
0: passing twice. Uh, true he is not a passing quarterback. Alex. I'm going to say false. Okay.
4: Derek. I'm going to go same logic, same answer as Lucas on that one. True.
1: False. Zero. Five 200 yard passing games, zero 300 yard passing games. He is not, he is not friendly to our format, which report. Uh, <laughs> does a half point per completion. Matt Ryan, who I agree with you, Lucas, on talent and everything, was actually a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson last year.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's just the dynamic of how we work. So, yeah,
3: anyway, that was just a fun thing. Again,
1: yeah,
5: I, I I go back to what Kelly's logic was for taking Rodgers because, you know, she traded for Lamar from Jason last year and I think used him maybe two or three weeks total. Um, And it's just... I, he, he may be one of those one hit wonders, right? Uh, that year Gordy took him and he blew up. He just has not been at that level ever since. And, um, to kind of have him as your starting quarterback and, and, and need that and rely on that this year, I think it's a bit of a coin flip. Um, but no, I, like Derek said, I, I love the rest of the core. I think he took Kittle a little high, um, I mean, I get it. He's a decent tight end. But again, you, back to your logic of Kelsey, if you're picking a tight end, he can really only go in one spot. Sure, you can go flex, but you really don't want to use a tight end and flex. And he so, can't with this team. Yeah, so, right, exactly. Because you need Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry in there every single week. So I, I do think Kittle was a little bit of a reach, but you know what? Um, that, that Trey Sermon in the 13th round... That's very intriguing.
0: Uh, that's the one that stuck out for me. That could be a really, really good pick at season's end. Agreed. What? What? I just gotta ask. What is your guys' take
1: on Baker Mayfield? I th- most overrated quarterback in the league. That's all I feel like. Okay, there's Lamar Jackson, but then there's Baker Mayfield. I, I don't get it. He's the They're most
5: overrated the human. He's the most overrated human being in the league for sure. Um, but you know what? Like, I don't know. He, he does put up numbers and stats. It's if you're just looking at him as a fantasy quarterback, he's got to be on a roster somewhere.
1: I don't know. He was think, 19 last year. I
4: but, think he's an example of when you take a, a subpar quarterback and it has the best offensive line, and one of the best running backs in the NFL, making him look uh, much better than he is.
5: Yeah, that, that's yeah. a much better comment than mine. Yes, I, I would agree with that.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> so kudos. Alex, Where you, I mean, you're a Browns guy. You're you just he's, your AFC team. Where's your take on Baker Mayfield? I think he fits in the system that they have. And that's all that he really needs to <laughs> do. You know? I'm not going to be hating on him. I think the
2: Browns are going to make the playoffs. You know, I believe in him. Yeah, but like looking at all the quarterbacks that are like coming out of college and all these like rookie sensations, all of a sudden, I don't know. I wouldn't really put Baker Mayfield in that same category. No.
1: Like if the Browns signed him to an extension, I'm just going to be flummoxed. That's not a baller move. I mean, they non baller, non <laughs> baller.
2: I mean, if they have other spots to fill, they can't keep switching their quarterback. You know.
0: That. Yeah. No.
3: All right. Uh did I have a question? Um oh
0: yeah, I did. All right.
1: Four. Alex about to wrap this thing up. Alex.
0: Derek. All right. Derek got – no, Derek
1: was not four. Derek closed the gap. It is Alex. You are four. I'm going to let you talk about your team real quick, but I love your team. I I would have done something differently about your running back situation, but, I mean, to have those four wide receivers and to have Justin Al- <laughs> – J.Dot Allen, pardon me, just uh, – it's a different route than Derek, Bobby, and I took, but, man, that what you and Lucas did, Um, but you in particular – Love, love, love. Love the team. I just, it's got to get better running back. Okay. So, first
2: off, quarrel. Probably not four. Think I should be higher. Year of overconfidence. Here I come. I should be number one. All right. First thing (laughs) we're going to say year. While we were driving to the draft, Steven was asking me, like, what's something that you hope doesn't happen? And I was talking to him in the car and I was like, I just hope all the running backs don't go on the first six picks and I'm forced to just stack wide receivers. Anyway, so we're at the draft. (laughs) And I did the exact same thing. I said I didn't want to do, but I'm happy with the quality of wide receivers I was able to get. But I think it worked out better than I thought. I wasn't even sure. I didn't think Devontae Adams was going to get to me, so that was actually surprising. Um, it was it was it was a pretty decent pickup. And then, um, yeah, I'm I'm I, I love my boy J. Dot. You know, um, on the team anyway. He's you know he's like number one last year. I think in our league in total points. So. Uh, he really carried me to the playoffs, dragged me there, really, you know, kicking and screaming. Um, probably the only reason I made it. Um, but yeah, running backs I need to work on. I think I like. I think we were talking about how like we was like DeAndre Swift may have been picked up a little too early, but it came to a point where like he was what was left. I was just like, I don't know who's left, and if I don't pick him now, he's a Lions player, so someone's gonna take him. I was like, All right, I'll get him. Um, so if, if I can figure out the running back spot, I think my
1: team's fantastic. I just, it's the perfect setup. You've got, he's my number two wide receiver, but I think for most people, he's number one and Devontae Adams, fantastic. Number two, uh, Justin Jefferson is your number two is incredible. I think just having Lockett and Evans, they're the perfect three, four, because if they have a down week, it doesn't hurt you. And they're extra credit if they hit, it's beautiful. I think the thing I would have done differently if I was you, and really, I, I love this team. I, this is the move I think I would have put you first instead of fourth. When you take Mike Evans, I would have gone with who Lucas went with the next pick and taken Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think if you had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and then you had those three running backs or those three wide receivers, I think that's the number one team in the league. Mm-hmm. All right, see, that might have been a good pick.
3: All right,
1: See, it's just the running backs. I got, I got, got, I got wide receiver heavy, I had wide receivers on the brain. There you go. And i sorry, just one more thing. I just got to say, I'm not a Jerry Judy guy. I think I got some question marks on him, but to be your fifth wide receiver, that's perfect. If he hits, then you've got trade bait. Like Lucas was talking about earlier, you can go get yourself a running back to trade away. And if mm-hmm. he busts out, fine, whatever. But uh, I think he's a great guy to take a chance on as your bench fifth wide receiver. Uh, so that was a nice get there.
2: I had another guy too, but uh, didn't work out. Who was the guy I ended up dropping? Lucas, you remember?
5: All oh, right, the sixth wide receiver. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh well.
2: Anywho's, yeah. If that's my team. I believe in them. We're gonna carry it all the way to victory. We're gonna win. That's we're gonna we're gonna win that money, and I'm gonna buy a ring, just like
1: Steve. <laughs> I look forward to that.
0: All right, three. I'll say, Rick. Steve. Sorry, Lucas,
1: I heard me, and I didn't hear the other two guys. They said Derek. Yeah, I said All right. You two got it. Derek, you are three. Last year's preseason number four is now this year's preseason number three.
0: You probably want me to
4: break down my team, huh? Yeah,
3: <laughs> if we're here.
4: Uh, I, I'm. Uh, I'm flattered to be ranked number three. Um, as I've been uh, now saying a lot, I, I, I was very excited to have a dynamic duo of, of running backs, uh, with, with Chubb, Chubb and Eckler. Uh, you have me hesitating to, to pronounce the, uh, Chubb there, but, uh, I really like, it. <laughs> I, so I think, um, I'll probably maybe, maybe beat you to this point, Steve, because I think, uh, my, my weak link Would probably appear to be Julio Jones. Uh, Actually, I'll go back to him in a second. I did not expect to be able to have the opportunity to draft Waller in all of my mock drafts. Waller was not available, and it was, I just, he wasn't even on my radar for that reason, even though I love him and he was incredible last year. So when he was there, I was like, just looking at just the the lay of the land. I was like, oh, I've got to take Waller. So I was very excited about that. Uh, I even think Metcalf, I mean, he was great for me last year. I almost feel like he's a little underrated. I feel like he can be the next level of elite wide receiver. So, I'm very excited about both of them. Julio, I know what you said earlier about how you you sold that stock when he was starting to uh, maybe be around 30. He's 32. I turned 42 like a week ago, and um, 32 seems young to me, but I know I'm not a professional athlete, so it's... uh, whole different uh, situation with their bodies. But I feel like he had this, he was so durable for so long time that I'm actually just holding that hope. Maybe like with Zeke that last year was kind of an anomaly. And I think that even though he'll be the number two wide receiver, uh, he can still get a lot of looks, even though they're also a run heavy offense. But, um, but I, I still think he can be a, a respectable wide receiver. And then my bench, um, I kind of like that. I got. I feel like I added a little running back depth uh, just in case, because most of my running backs got injured last year. Um, so, so I was excited to. I think Harris uh, with New England, even with with Camp being gone, is is a nice you know third you know fourth running back to have. And Miles Sanders, I felt like I've always believed in his talent. It seems like he's starting. He has separated himself from the pack there. I know there's going to be some sharing of the ball, but um, I just think he's. A really talented running back so uh so uh, yeah I, I walked away feeling pretty good like the whole as you talked about i was not uh reaching for any quarterbacks um so i was just seeing who was gonna fall into my lap i was kind of excited to get burrow as my backup because he was really good for me when he was healthy last year but i know that that knees uh sounds like it's been a little a little wobbly and, and maybe some psychological barriers to overcome there but I feel like if you know midway through the season he can maybe get back into a groove again so um so yeah feeling good about my team
1: talking about the effects of Prescott's compound injury and uh Burroughs injury and the trauma uh, psychological yeah. trauma you know what you do for a living don't you?
4: <laughs> when you work at the mental health field as you know these things uh, <laughs> you can't you can't not think about them yes
1: so let me I'm going to remove myself from this cuz I think we know that uh, like you point out Derek I'm a little more uh, away from Julio Jones and everybody else. So Alex and Lucas, Julio Jones as his number 2 wide receiver, how does that feel for you? It's tough to
5: say. He's with a new team this year. Um if it was Julio Jones in Atlanta, I I'd, I'd be a little bit more confident in saying, well, yeah, he's he's number 2 in Atlanta, he's serviceable. Um, I just don't know how well he's gonna do in Tennessee. Um, and you're talking about, you know, people getting old and 32 is old, but it's young to the rest of us. Um I I, I don't I don't know. It's it's really a flip of a coin for me.
2: Okay. I'm not huge on Julio Jones anymore. Um he really hasn't been having like high production the past couple of years. Um and yeah, he is going to Tennessee, but they already have like a ton. They have a lot of stuff there, so I don't think they're going to go out of their way to like specifically use him. And he's a little bit older, but I mean, he does depth to the team, so it's always very helpful to have. He's still a, I'm a very good player, but um, again, we're at Tennessee, though, so we're just going to have to see how it goes. So, we just brought up a good point.
1: That's what I—okay, maybe that's the piece. Like, I'm with you guys on the town, but let's look at the game log here. Uh, last year, plays two games, misses a game, plays a game, misses a game, plays four games, misses – nope, plays five games, pardon me, misses a game, plays a game, misses five games. That's what I think the future looks like, and I'm not chasing that. Um, I, I think you had – I would have taken Amari Cooper in that spot. However, um, I love the rest of the draft. Um, I think Damien Harris, when the Sonny Michelle got shipped to the Rams, you got a bona fide guy who could be a number two running back. Um Robbie Anderson's curious to me. Uh, Mike Williams is curious to me. So, I think if everybody else kind of holds their water, I think you can survive with uh, plugging in guys when Julio doesn't play. So, I like the team. Thank you. Was there? Con- Sorry, I just got to ask. Was there consideration to anybody besides Julio, or was that the guy?
4: Um, I, I think there was. I'm trying to remember who. I mean, Cooper, as you say, Cooper, I'm like, Oh yeah, I should have taken Cooper. Um, so I, I can't quite remember. I know there was guys that were taken, um, ahead of him that I was excited about. So I know it wasn't like, Oh, I can't wait to to get the opportunity to draft Julio. There was definitely a couple other guys I was thinking about. Um, even, even, even your guy, uh, uh cop, I'm trying to remember what, what the rounds were there. Uh, oh, he was long sure. gone by then. yeah, yeah, it was long gone. So, um, so, yeah, but, you know, I I think, you know, I listen to these fancy podcasts and sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be bad. And when somebody makes a compelling case, sometimes you uh, you get persuaded. I don't, I don't know if uh, <laughs> if that's what happened with Julio, but I'm I'm very curious to see how he performs this year.
5: Yeah. So for reference, uh, that round, the receivers were were Cup, Woods, Phelan, Godwin and Evans. So those were the ones that were taken off the board before you were able to pick.
3: Yeah.
4: Cause, and I really wanted Woods and I was really hoping that by chance he'd fall to me and it made sense that he wasn't. But so he wasn't the Julio wasn't the first choice, but obviously I believed in him, still sorta of do until you mentioned that game log, but
0: <laughs> all
3: right.
4: Two.
5: Because I know Steve has a man crush on me. This is definitely Steve. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm gonna say so Steve.
0: Steve.
1: Clean sweep, Derek. Yeah. Okay. Gonna set the timer for 60 seconds, as I try to do every year. All right, my team. I think the just this is the third year I've described them solid, but not spectacular. I struggled all off season on Jonathan Taylor versus Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, It ultimately came down to me for, I think it's in the range of outcomes that Zeke has gone off the cliff. I don't think there's any scenario where Jonathan Taylor is going to be bad. It's going to be if he's in more of a timeshare than I want. Um, CMC, slam dunk choice first round. I think going into the 3-4 turn, like I said, C.D. Lamb was the last guy I had left on that tier, so bless Matt um cooper cup 90 plus receptions the last two years i just think he's going to be more of the guy from two years ago at 1100 yards and 10 touchdowns versus 903 touchdowns the 5-6 turn the one i'm going to struggle with is i believe in t higgins but i took him by a nose over chase claypool going to be really curious to see how that turns out uh beyond that tom brady i almost won justin herbert and matthew stafford but Second year in a Bruce Arians offense with those three stud wide receivers. If he stays upright, awesome. And then yeah, love Trey Lance and Michael Thomas and Javante Williams. Actually love my bench. So that's my team. So all right. Any thoughts before we move to number one?
5: Yeah, you, you said it right there, the Tom Brady staying upright, right? One of these years, and I'm not saying it's this year, right? <laughs> yep. You know, he he does what he did last year in in your gold, but the rest of the league needs to hope this is the year he goes down and he's done. Um, because you should have taken Justin Herbert over him. Um, I didn't know he was still available. Uh Herbert's a stud. He talked to Cam. He killed it last year. And I I really kind of wanted him. I said that earlier, and I think that was probably I don't know, it may not have been the better pick. Brady could very easily could could outscore Justin this year, but Uh, Justin's certainly the younger, possibly more safer pick. I don't know.
1: I don't disagree. That's why it's scary if he goes down early and I've got Trey Lance as my backup. This thing takes on water quickly. But uh, I'm going to bank on Brady. Uh, Derek and I have known there's something about that name.
3: (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs) I I do have to say I, I heard an interview with Peyton Manning, I guess, in his Hall of Fame speech. He referenced how he was looking forward to... Uh, Brady's a, a induction in 2036, uh, which sounds about <laughs> right.
3: <laughs>
4: <clears throat> so, I I was um I was pretty high on your receiving core. I like Higgins. I think he's I think he's going to be the the best guy in Cincinnati. And when uh, when Joe kind of returns to form, I think they're going to be a nice a uh, nice duo there. Um, the bench, I actually was wondering if that could be could be your your weak link um but kind of based on how if thomas can uh you know how quickly he can get back or if it's like last year where the the injury just keeps getting prolonged um and then i think samuel's had some injury issues and just hard to know i guess what the quarterback situation with i'm sure lance will get in there before too long but i just don't know when that would be so had but uh callaway might be a a steal with the new orleans there so Um, But, yeah, obviously, since I like dynamic duos with running backs, uh, that's a big part of why I'm high on your team.
1: And and just real quick, I think you're right, Derek, today the bench is not great. But I think in eight weeks, I think Javante Williams has the backfield in Denver. I think Trey Lance is starting. I think Michael Thomas is back. So that's more what I'm excited about. But Mm, anyway, we rambled long enough about my guy. So who's number one? God, I don't By the know.
4: process of elimination, I'm gonna say Lucas. That's a I hard guess. question. Like, why Lucas. are you asking that? Because I have gotten it
2: wrong before, so now he has to
1: make sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you did great. Six out of ten. Really impressive. Um as a reward, I want to ask you before I give the floor to the, the man who I have selected, um, for the fourth year in a row as the <laughs> number one team, and Look, last year you finished third, so it's not like I missed by much. What do you think of Luke Zistine, Alex?
2: Uh, let me pull it up here real quick. My, everything on my computer shut down. So, uh,
5: give me – I mean, he yeah, has Patrick Mahomes again, right? <laughs> yes. just, just think Kansas City Chiefs. That's all you need to think.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. You have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You have him. You have Kareem Hunt, right? Kareem. No. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I mean, if the Chiefs do well, which they probably will, you're going to have a great year. You're going to have one really bad week this year, because um, everyone's going to have their bye. Uh, you have DeAndre Hopkins too, which we'll see how he does in Arizona with.
5: Uh, uh, he did awfully well last year in Arizona with Kyler Murray. Yeah. I, don't know, I think he, that's a great pick, too. You have Amari Cooper
2: as a second wide receiver. Chris Carson was always really a solid like secondary running back for me in the past. Um, it just seems like a really solid team. The only weakness is you're relying on the Chiefs a lot. So, But that's not exactly a bad thing. So, I like it. Um, I think it's a good number two team in the league, you know? Uh, I think there's another team that maybe could be number one, but that could be I can talk I about later.
3: It. Any
2: yep. other team can be number one, yeah. <laughs> but no, I like I like your team, Lucas. I think it's really good.
1: I'm gonna actually going to have you hold off then, there, Champ. Uh, Dare, what are your thoughts on this team?
4: Uh, I mean, it's it's a good team, really good team from top to bottom. The only question mark I have, I I guess I'm not yet sold on uh, Clyde edwards Hilaire. um I I remember last year it was like he was so highly rated and that he became overrated, didn't live up to the hype. And then it was like, now he was, then he was sort of falling off the radar. And um, I think for me is, uh, I mean, we've Detroit knows well that uh, small running backs, uh, Barry Sanders can, can, can be great. Um, I, but it seems like it's more rare that a small running back uh, can, can be like a, you know a a great or pro bowl type player and so i just feel like this the ceiling might not be there for edwards that we're gonna see the kind of jump from last year that we saw so i just have some reservations about him but that's that's the only critique i really liked i think i wanted carson i wanted to steal him and you got him right before me but uh no otherwise it's uh it's it's an elite squad so
5: I do like hearing these things about, oh, you, I should have taken Cooper and oh, you got Carson before me and oh yeah, I should have taken Edward Alaire instead of Mike Evans because I can't tell you the number of times you guys did that to me in the draft <laughs> when I'm trying to find a backup quarterback and they keep getting taken when, um, I think I even made the comment to Alex a couple of times during the draft. Um, about him picking the guy I was about to pick, like the pick before I I I wanted to get him. So um, it is it is a little uh, makes me feel a little warm and fuzzy to hear that coming from you guys as well. <laughs> that 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 I also did that to other people. Um, I agree with the Edwards Allaire. Um, I I needed a, a starting running back at that point, and he was best on the board. And I'm like, really, do I really want to do this again? Uh, I had him last year. Um, he was all right. He was decent. Um, the Le'Veon Bell pickup, I hated, um, I ended up dropping him at the end of the season and and Steve picked him up because he likes to, um, hoard possible franchise picks. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, you know, it, it was best available is it, it what, what I had to do at the time, but I have the same concerns you do. Um, I, hopefully he, uh, it takes a step up in year two and and i don't have to worry about it but um that said um i have no problem storing chris carson in that starting running back spot i had him last year as well um it's it's not a not a bad problem to have so um other than that you know the way the draft felt to me um you know alex and i did kind of the the wide receiver hoarding um, because we could, and we should have, uh, cause of so many running backs taken at that point, uh, there really was no other strategy to, to go with. So, um, loving Tyreek Hill, loving Deandre Hopkins. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper, again, um, as, as the third, um, I'm really, really happy with that as well. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it fell well. Um, I got some work to do on the bench. I thought Henderson might be a sneaky pick uh, with yeah. acres going down until Michelle got traded there. And I just don't know what to expect there. Uh, Chenault as well. Heard some sneaky things about him uh, with the preseason kind of being Lawrence's favorite guy. to. Uh, who knows, right? That That's a hit or miss. Um, Cortland Sutton, I think, is my favorite bench player. Uh, only one that that I'm really kind of happy with at this point. So, again, here we go with waivers, um, and this is this is where I I tend to lose it and and slip in the Jenkins as the season progresses. <laughs> I don't get those James Robinsons or those um, I don't know fill in the blank um, sort of uh, free agent pickups because I I just kind of kind of miss on those. So we'll see.
1: All right. All right, we're just running a little bit long, so I'm going to condense the very end here. So I'm just going to go with the janking, uh, the matchups for the week. Just uh, if you can, just give me who you're going and not a whole lot of substance unless you feel like there's something you have to add. So
0: uh, up of the week is the championship rematch to Steve versus six Bobby. Alex, where are you going? I'm going with Steve. I'm
1: taking myself as well. Lucas, Steve. Derek,
4: Steve, I, I picked you to win the league and the division, so I'm going to go the other route because I believe in Bob's team. I don't even want additional commentary, but I had to say it,
1: so I'm going Bob. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, one Lucas, nine Matt. I'm going to go ahead and take Lucas. Lucas, who do you have? Yeah, me. Derek. Lucas. Alex. Lucas. Three Derek seven Cam. Lucas, what do you have? Uh Derek. Derek. Definitely me. Alex. Cam. We can go Derek. Four Alex versus ten Kelly. Derek, who you got? I'll go Alex. Xander. Alex. Three for three. Lucas.
5: Hoping I'm not sleeping on the couch. Alex.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, last one. Six Carly versus eight Jason. Um, Carly. Lucas. Carly. Derek. Carly. Not a whole lot of controversy on these. Uh, Alexander. Carly. All right. Baller show guys. All right. Any last notes before we wrap it? I'm good. All right. That's it's a wrap. What do you say, Lucas? That's a
0: wrap. Love it. All right. Say goodnight, Gracie. Uh who.